No jumper coolest podcast in the world, man. And we back, man. Now Tariq brought me gifts. Yes. Yeah. You feel me? We got some of that. Root work deodorant. This is the world's first foundational Black American theme yes. deodorant. Um, it has some of those natural roots and herbs in it. Root work is a part of the um, hoodoo culture of foundational Black Americans. Yeah. And we have something called High John the Conqueror root in it, oh, a very oh, powerful okay. root that a lot of oh, us yeah. use during slavery and outside of slavery yeah. to get strength. And it's a great natural deodorant, man. Yeah. Phenomenal. And people love it. Now, can the root work cover up the stench of igusi or the tether. Yes, 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 yes. Ah. So, yes. So, some of our non-FBA brothers, even tethers, yeah. you can wear it, and, you know, the, the root will work for you. It will work for you. We, we got some, it, it works for you, and it, it um, um, you're going to love it. The smell is good. Um, Flacco, I got some for you. Yes, facts. You, you yes. I don't hey. think you need it, because you don't. I, I, know a, I know there's a stereotype, but no, you don't fall into the stereotype. Yeah, I've never smelt any mumps on our brother Flacco. Yeah, man. Yo, listen, yo, these people, yo, listen, right? So here's what I knew, like, they really hated you, right? Mm. Well, so I'm in a group chat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And let's just say it's tether friendly. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and in this group chat, like, they, like, like they, like, took a video from your Twitter, right? Mm. Like, chopped it in half. They always do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it says, oh, look, Tariq is chilling with the snow bunnies, mm. right? But... Mm. I, I went back and you actually showed like the like the like the like the raccoons and shit. Yeah. You feel me, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, like the purpose was to show like the raccoons. You feel me? Like that's mm -hmm. nobody's, right? But but like they chopped that shit, like. And, 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 now, who was I with? I, who was who was that? Boat, boat, like it was in, in like New Orleans. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah, no, on the boat. Boat. oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a bunch of black people on the boat. Yeah, just happened to be some white people yeah, behind. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, they're just desperate. They ain't got nothing. <laughs> they they get so upset because. We're calling them out for a lot of their anti-FBA rhetoric. Yeah, of course. And which, them, we don't put all the yeah. non-FBA brothers and sisters in the same boat, but the tether class, which is the foreign class, yeah. we do get them in check like we get our own in check. Of course. We, we check in all no matter where they're from. Man, hey, listen, to really make them mad, mm -hmm. we need a Tariq mm -hmm. and, like, the Sir Major and, like, the Tariq Twitter space, right, feel me, mm -hmm. right? We bring all you guys here one day? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey, listen, man. Hey, listen. Man, hey, listen, man. They would have a stroke. They would have a stroke. But yeah, they, they can face us anytime. It yeah, would be so, good. Yes, man. indeed. Uh, listen, so there's an issue right now with mass immigration. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, yeah. I seen I seen like something crazy, man. There's like, they were kicking off like kids from off the football field so like they could like like, yeah, right. So why do you think, well, one, do you feel like mass immigration is now an issue and why? It's a, it's an issue because they're using mass immigration specifically to undermine foundation of black Americans. Yeah. And this is a tactic that they've always used, even after slavery, when they saw the freedmen doing so well. When we got out of slavery, we cut our literacy rate in half. We started getting businesses. We got the Freedmen's Bank and we were putting millions of dollars in the bank. So they were monitoring the progress of foundation of black Americans. Yeah. And they said, hey, wait a minute. These folks will eventually take over yeah. because they have all the skills. Mm -hmm. They know how to... Um, work the agrarian culture. Yeah. These people are doing their thing, so we need to, to slow that down. So they open the floodgates mm -hmm. with immigration. That's when the immigration started happening, 1880s, right after yeah. slavery. And they started bringing all of these European immigrants here, and they started opening up the western frontier to give them free land with the Homestead Act. Uh -huh. Black people couldn't get access to that. So they gave a lot of European immigrants a free ride over here. Absolutely. Just to undermine us. 
They're doing the same thing now. We're becoming more politically sophisticated as black <laughs> yeah, people. Of course. Now we're not voting for no Popeye's chicken no more. <laughs> we're like, hey, we're going to have to get something tangible oh, for our vote. They're like, okay, you hold, mm-hmm. hold your beer. Here's a bunch of immigrants. Venezuela, everybody come over. So now they're, flood, yeah, they're flooding black neighborhoods mm-hmm. with all of these people who, who are not being vetted. Fuss. And now there's a pushback. Mm-hmm. Now they're talking about they might need to close the border because mm-hmm. now the, the dominant society is saying, hey, wait, enough is enough. Absolutely. So if you're going to bring people over, it has to be done in a proper perspective. If you're just uh, opening up the floodgates, they're letting all types of criminals from South America come in here. They're doing all <laughs> types of weird stuff. Yeah. So a lot of there's pushback and, and, and rightfully so. Now, now, do you feel like foundationally black Americans, the FBS, do you feel like y'all would be more supportive of the immigrants if they weren't so ungrateful. Right. And that that's another thing. Um, to be honest, foundational black Americans, we've always had an issue with immigration. We all yeah. we always knew what the trick bag was. Yeah. Even during the Jim Crow era, the early 1900s, we knew that them allowing a bunch of immigrants over was to undermine us. Uh, absolutely. We didn't have black people supporting immigration in large numbers, unfortunately, until the 1960s with Dr. King. When yeah. Dr. King was supporting mm-hmm. Cubans and all of these people. That's why they like to point to Dr. King and the, we all big one happy family and our brothers. They like to point to that because Dr. King was the first person to do that. Later on, he realize, hey, we need to get reparations for our people. They don't ever talk about that part of Dr. King when he woke up and said, hey, let me focus on the foundation of black Americans right now. So that's always been an issue with us. Mm, Man, now, now, so you support those Trump's 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 like mass mass deportation. Yes, I do support that because we got too many people over here. We don't know where they're from. Um, A lot of our resources are going to fund these people, putting them in hotels. They're taking the resources from our communities that's already resource strapped. We got too many homeless black people all in these major cities. So we need to take care of these people first. This is why the reparations movement is so big. Yeah. And we're talking about reparations in the form of cash. We don't want any kind of programs because mm-hmm. when they do the program thing, they trick bag it up so that um, they can skim off the top and we're left with nothing. So we need direct cash reparation payments, specifically the foundational black Americans. Brother, the, the Democrats did something sneaky. They had, <laughs> they funded a low key reparations conference in Atlanta recently. Oh, I, I, I see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, they had some of their shields in there. Mm-hmm. Talking about they're in there rapping and shit. They're in there performing. They had yeah. one woman in there talking about black Martians and yeah. how everybody black should get reparations. It was a, a crap show. Chilling circuit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, we got to understand when we have controlled opposition, the yeah. dominant society and the powers that be, they see us talking about reparations, and then they'll get some people pretending to be grassroots to go and just make the conversation very goofy. Mm. So we got to watch out for that. Now, like some may say, and I've heard this argument too on you know among non-FBAs, right? Like, yo, listen, like, yo, we are here to support FBAs, right? Mm-hmm. So, 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 and if, let's say this, right? And if, let's say the majority of non-FBAs, right? Yeah. We're coming here to support FBAs, right? Then wouldn't it be, like, easier to say, hey, listen, right? Right? Like, having a mass to, like, mass deport everybody, like, cost too much money, right? Mm-hmm. Just make everybody just say, I, right, y'all all get a free pass once. Y'all are all legal. Mm-hmm. Now, like, you have a bunch of non-FBA allies who's here to help, you know, the, you know, like, 
you know, like the FBI. And see, that's what we thought we were going to get in the 1960s. You <laughs> yeah. see, we had yeah. people like Stokely Carmichael, who's non-FBA, but he was a writer. Yeah. We had Harry Belafonte, non-FBA, but he was a writer. Uh, absolutely. Um, we thought we were going to get some more of them. Mm-hmm. So we started to support immigration because we had the civil rights movement going, and they mm-hmm. had a, an immigration limitation. So a lot of immigrants couldn't really come over here really into the 1960s, absolutely. especially if you were black. Mm-hmm. So we were like, hey, man, we need our black brothers over here. <laughs> yeah. We need our brothers to, to ride with us. Yeah. Come on, we're going we're gonna to burn this city up if we yeah. don't let our brothers over here. So they start letting them over, but then they said, okay, we'll let them over. But let's get all the coons. <laughs> they went over to Africa and the Caribbean and found the coon sector. They start bringing out butter biscuits with Joloff, and then all the coons came over. We didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. So, so that was the problem. And listen, listen, facts, right? Yeah. Man, now, now, now were you shocked, though, that like, I think like a poll was just taken and like California voters are against reparations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, okay, so let's just say, say, say like the obvious, right? California has a huge population mm-hmm. of mixed diverse, you know, right? Mm-hmm. Of, you know, of Hispanics, blacks, a lot of foreigners, right? Mm-hmm. So us having such a mixed population, were you shocked that? That, like, the non-FBAs were against the reparations? Well, not really, because they've always, man, there's been this this ungrateful mindset from a lot of people. Man, yeah. we've helped so many people, and it's almost like they expect us to help them. Mm-hmm. You know, in fact, you know, there's some stuff going on in Israel right now. Yes. You know, there's, like, a war going on, and you had some, you got some black athletes and people jumping online, talking about, where's Black Lives Matter? Uh, they need I've to be- my ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all, where's Black Lives Matter? <laughs> Oh, y'all, if y'all ain't supporting me, that that sector right there who's Mm. trying to shame us into supporting any and everything. We're not obligated to support any and everything. People don't support us. Some of these other groups, when we talk about getting reparations, they're actually against it. Mm -hmm. So when something happens to them, we're supposed to put the damn Negro capes on and just caper everybody. No, let everybody hold their own nuts. We, We have to hold our own nuts. So that's what it is. So was finding out that the California voters are against it, yeah. was that like demoralizing? Did you no. feel like, damn, no. bro, like your niggas, you know? No, 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 we're not tripping because yeah. we are for it and we're going to ride for ourselves. Mm-hmm. We expect people to not ride with things that's going to benefit us. We're used to um, economic deprivation. We're yeah. used to it, Fair. but we're still standing on our square. Look. They have the resources to give us what we need. Mm. There were people who were against giving money to the Ukraine, but the government did it anyway. Uh, A lot of people are against a lot of this grooming type stuff that's Mm. going on in schools with a lot of this trans and non-binary stuff. A lot of people are against that. They push it through anyway. Mm -hmm. So they need to push through our reparations checks. (laughs) I don't give a damn if they don't like it or not. We need that (laughs) because it's old to us. Man, hey, right? Yes, right. Facts, right? Now, um, I see like the Revolt Black Summit, like you was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like what qualifies like somebody's blackness, right? Yeah. So yeah, right. So like, so I, I know the non FBAs don't qualify as FBAs, right? Right, right. But do you do you have have an issue with let's say like a, a Myron Gaines, right? Mm-hmm. Who is from I think like Sudan or Kenya, or whatever, right? Yeah, Sudan. Yeah, and who says yo and, and I'm black. Mm-hmm. Well, no, we're talking about a lineage. Yeah. All right, this is lineage-based. Okay. Because when we talk about reparations, we got to be very careful um, 
to use the right terms in the right setting. Of course. Culturally, yeah. when we're talking in a cultural sense, we talk about being foundational black Americans. I, yeah, now, absolutely. if we get in the courtroom, we'll start saying, hey, descendants of slaves, mm-hmm. um, descendants of freedmen. So <laughs> yeah. we're not putting race in it. Yeah. We're putting lineage in it. So yeah, we got to know how to really yeah. flip those yeah. words. Fair. Myron Gaines, he's not a descendant of slaves in America. Yeah. He's not a, a descendant of freedmen, yeah. or he's not a foundational black American. Yeah. Truth be told, the Myron Gaines of the world, many of those East Africans don't even consider themselves black, to That's be true. honest. That's true. Arabs. Also, yeah, they look at themselves as Arabs, and a lot of East Africans and Northern Africans, they're allowed to be classified as white over here. Mm. A lot of folks don't know that, too. Facts. So a lot of them think that they're dark Caucasians. Yeah. You did? No, no, facts. So you, you talk to them long enough, yeah. they start sounding like a damn white supremacist. Facts. They got words over there for us like Abids and Jareers and mm-hmm. all of these weird terms of course. that we see a black person in you know on a, on a in an aesthetic point but yeah. in that person's mind they're like hey you ain't me of course you think hey being black in 2023 is so popular right yeah yeah that yeah. the people who was not like for example Amber Rose yeah right yeah. oh yeah where she wasn't claiming that yeah about <laughs> a decade ago now she, she was be black. yeah she, she was really? adamant about not being why black. do you think that is though because man she realized that white society doesn't really accept her as Absolutely a Cape Verdean. Yeah. You dig? All oh, her, she, oh, she is not FBA. No, she's not an FBA. She's not an FBA. Oh, no. I know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Cape Verdean. Oh, wow. Right, right, right. So, yeah, a lot of people come over here and think, okay, well, you know, I'm low-key Portuguese or whatever yeah. until you get around some real Portuguese <laughs> yeah. and they remind your black ass, go sit over there. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you nigga, get your light-skinned nigga ass over there. So she gets her nigga wake-up call because she only sucks. gets prop from black society. Yeah. So she knew she alienated a lot of people by saying, well, I ain't black, I'm this. Yeah. So a lot of these people who eat off black society, they start saying this little weird stuff when yeah. you get them pumped or you get them pressed. Yeah, like but, Erica Mena yeah. from Love & Hip Hop. She called the, the Jamaican chick a or something like that. Yeah. So there's a oh, big con- oh, yeah. yeah. So there's a big controversy going on with that yeah. right now as far as these non-white people having these anti-black yeah, sentiments. Well, so I see like a post where, where, like, where, where, like, she says, yo, I'm just as black as y'all. You feel me? People play this three-card Monty when it <laughs> yeah. comes to blackness. <laughs> yeah. When, on paper, when you look at these people's paperwork, it's always white. Of course. In their culture, especially Hispanic culture, <laughs> yeah. they have something called meta la la raza, meaning improve the race by whitening it up, basically. Damn. It's all about trying to whiten the race up. Yeah. Because the black people, the Afro-Latinos, are treated horribly in these places. Uh, yeah, so there's a lot of anti-black sentiments. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, when they come over here, they try to work every side of the board. Absolutely. When they get around white folks, hey, I'm one of you. <laughs> when they get around black folks, well, hey, you know I got a black abuela back in Colombia. Yeah, that type of shit. Right, right. Yeah. So it's a three-card Monty type of, of thing course. that they do. So we're saying, hey, if you're not an FBA, kind of hold your own nuts. Of course. Man, bro, listen, like... And they all got the same thing. Yo, my grandmama or granddaddy is blacker than you. Right, <laughs> right. We know that. And then you look, um, all of those Latin American countries yeah. were slave colonies. Mm. You know, they, they were not some type of European um, resorts. These were slave colonies yeah. where that, that black people were building the economy there. But they started to whiten up later on down the line because they wanted to identify with the Spanish colonizers. Yeah. So... They do have a black abuela somewhere that they hide, but they only bring it out when it's convenient. Remember when um, um, George Zimmerman killed our brother um, Trayvon Martin? And in that case, they were talking about how George Zimmerman has a black great great abuela somewhere. Uh, They were trying to play that role. Uh, That doesn't matter. Everybody has a black abuela (laughs) somewhere. But 
are you practicing anti-black racism now? Now, facts. You know? you know I mean? Yo, so, uh, so speaking of like that, right? So, right. So, do you like? Have you like tapped into like the Julius Malema and what's going on back in South Africa? Oh yeah, I love Julius Malema. I'm a oh, huge, oh, what? Yeah, yeah, love the Julius. Hey, hey, yes, hey, yes. hey. For those who say. Tariq, don't, 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 like, rock with it. Not that busy, he does. I do. He man, does. Yeah, I'm a huge supporter of our brother Malema, man, because he's trying to— a revolutionary. He's a revolutionary. He wants those white supremacists out of power. Fair. He wants those black majority people there in power. I'm all for it. Anything he wants, I'm riding for him. We've always rode for South Africa, man. The apartheid yeah. movement, we were against that early on. We were Absolutely. fighting that heavy over here. We had people like Gil Scott Herring making songs like Johannesburg. Yeah. You had um, We're Not Gonna Play in Sun. City, there was a big movement, a music movement in the 80s. You had Stevie Wonder and a lot of these people protesting um, the embassy over the South African embassy and saying over there in those venues, we're not going to play those venues if you're going to treat the black people there yeah. that way. So we've been riding for South Africa for a long time. And look, yeah. I've been over there. I've done lectures over there. Nice, um, I showed them love. They showed me love. So I ride with South Africa. Man, so for those who really don't get it right, right, because like, I feel like most people have a general understanding of most things, but I don't really know exactly like what took place. So what's the apartheid and how did the white British end up in South Africa? Oh, yeah. It's, it's just colonization. Ah, okay. it's, co it's just colonization. Same. It's basically white supremacy. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's all it yeah. is. And um, what they did is just like segregation. It, uh, we use these real weird terms for white supremacy, like yeah. segregation, which is white supremacy, <laughs> apartheid, yeah. which is white supremacy, <laughs> yeah. the black people on the poor side of town and the white people yeah. on that side of town with all the resources. That's all it was. And they were mistreating the people. Good. And uh, we said, hey, enough is enough. Yo, how do you think, though, because they came like relatively like in like the 80s or 70s, right? Mm -hmm. How were they able to take powers like so quickly? Like no, no, no. They they've been in South Africa for a long time. Oh, yeah, the Boers okay. and yeah, the, yeah. The, the 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 Dutch. They've been in South Africa ah, for a long time. They okay. started going in there like the 1600s, and they kind of worked their their mm -hmm. way into power. So they've been there for yeah. a long time. Now people took issue with with like Malema saying like kill the boar. Yeah, and where where and he said like he has like no sympathy for the white farmers being killed. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, folks are saying nigga. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, like, nigga. Like, like, like you all. Yeah. But I, I understand where he's coming from because they're mistreating the people over there. These yeah. whites. And, and, yeah. there, and there's a big myth about a bunch of white farmers being killed. They're yeah. not killing them in large numbers over that's there. Right, that's, okay. that's a big myth. Yeah. They got a myth that the black people are over there living large and the white people are getting killed. I, when I went over to South Africa, mm -hmm. white people over there living lovely. They're doing their thing. And mm -hmm. the black folks are still marginalized. So I do want our brothers and sisters to ride up and, and get their land back and get their resources back. If I was over there, I'd be sick in lines and, and elephants on their ass. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, so you think the hair, hair, right? So, okay, so then, like, I guess the question is, right, and they always say this for, for reparations, for, like, giving land back is, logistically, how would that work? Meaning, like, do every, like, white person who owns land in South Africa just give up their land, like, right away and say, you know, here? Like, how no, would that, that work? No, no. Um, over there, they can do it in different ways. Yeah. Um, it can be a governmental thing because, again, there's white people who still kind of run things behind of the course. scenes over there. Now, over here, and we've talked about yeah. how the, the logistics of reparations is very easy. We do it the same way they do with some of the Native American tribes. Yeah. They know who's who. Um, they know who's federally recognized. They have Absolutely. a bureau for Indian Affairs. Yeah. We got to have our Freedmen's Bureau, which we did have. We had a Freedmen's Bureau. Yeah. They know who's who. They know who's who, and they know whose lineage is where. Mm -hmm. That stuff is meticulous 
meticulously documented. If you go mm-hmm. to any plantation somewhere, especially in Louisiana, I was just in New Orleans with um, the FBA family down yeah. there. You go to these plantations, they'll show where the slaves were bought. He was bought here. Uh, He's a, a black Native American. This guy was from Senegal. Mm-hmm. They know where we're from. They know where our lineage is. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, so all the black folks who have lineage here on this land, those who the checks go to. It's that simple. Now, now listen, now, now, like, white folks done found a crafty way to kind of infiltrate the, like, the, like, reservation payments, right? Listen, mm-hmm. I done seen the whitest in the world. Like, oh, yeah. Like, with, <laughs> like, uh, like saying, yo, I'm Native American, and they actually, like, you know, like... Oh, yeah. Like, you know, let them in. You feel me? Yeah, they started doing that in the early 1900s. They had something called the Dolls Rolls, which yeah. was a census. Yeah. So when they started letting people know, hey, we're going to have to <laughs> give these Native Americans land, yeah. but we're going to have to take a census. We're going to have to see who's who, who's with, with what tribe. You had a lot of the white supremacists saying, oh, free land? Well, check it out. I'm going to go down to the census program give them $5 under the table to list me as a Native American. Mm-hmm. So random white people would get listed as Native American, and then they would be able to get some of that land. Mm-hmm. That's where the term $5 Indian came from. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a movie, the, um, the Killers of the Flower Moon, something like that, that talks about some of these Native American women in Oklahoma who got a lot of money because of oil. Mm-hmm. And these white supremacist males in the whole town married into the family and started killing the women off so they can get their land and Tough. resources. So yes. the white supremacists are very slick and meticulous <laughs> with the way they do stuff. Yeah, so they blended into Native American society. So that's why now when you see a Native American, it look like Justin goddamn Timberlake. Mm-hmm. It's not even a real yeah. Native American. White as hell. White as hell. Yeah. Now, they can't do that with us. Now they try. <laughs> because yeah. see, when the reparations come, we know that there's going to be some Rachel Dolezal <laughs> popping up trying to get a check. Uh, right? That's why we're checking lineage. Well, We're checking your lineage. Well, I, well, here, right here, right. So, what if uh, you know, like, they have like a great, great, great granddaddy, like, like here, 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 right, um, here, right. For example, if when the first here, right, here, right. Let's say this, right. So, like, I think it's Frederick Douglass, right, mm-hmm. and his family now, the ones that well, there's some I seen, right, mm-hmm. right, like, like there's like half, right, like, like there's like there's like. There's like the black ones I've seen that mm-hmm. that I like had issues with 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 like Omar Johnson claiming he was one of them. Right, right, right. And, right. and, and, and then there's there's like the white side, right? Mm-hmm. So if those white folks say, "Hey, listen, our great 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 granddaddy was Frederick Douglass. Mm-hmm. We deserve something, but." Your entire lineage is white. Right. You feel me? And, and that's why there's a good brother named Sandy Darity and, and other people who they pointed out to qualify for reparations. Number one, you have to have a family member who's classified as Negro mm-hmm. on the 1870 census. That's mm-hmm. one. Okay. Two, you yourself have to be classified as black for at least 10 years. Ooh. You think? Now. Yeah. So that, yeah. that, that stops the racial dolazolisms. Yeah. 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 Hey, listen. Mm-hmm. Don't give them the game plan, right? I know, because because <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. they about to start putting black 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 in them on their kids. Like, right, <laughs> they're trying to do that. They're trying to do that Man, now. Hey, 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 Tariq, hey, listen. Try to get that. Listen. Try to get like reparations like within ten years, right? Because right. you know. Mm-hmm. But they've always done the little yeah. janky paperwork game. <laughs> yeah, now with white people, they were paying to get on the Indian rolls. Yeah. But the Native Americans who were really dark and yeah. had black features, there was a guy named Walter Plecker and a woman named Naomi Drake in Louis. In she was in Louisiana. Walter Plecker was in Virginia. Mm-hmm. This guy and this woman and other people they were known for 
getting these records of Native Americans mm-hmm. and the ones who had black features or they had black people in the family, they would get their birth records and mark them as Negro. Yeah, of course. All of these Native, they were from here. They were not from Africa. They were of from course. here, but they were black as hell. You're Negro, Negro, Negro. They did this to thousands of people. So a bunch mm-hmm. of black people now classified as black, mm-hmm. who are really Native Americans, they weren't entitled to some of the Native American benefits no more. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah wow. While all these fake white people mm. claiming to be Native American that's crazy. are getting casinos right now. Yeah, that's you crazy. understand? Yeah. Hey, listen. I've been seeing the owners of those, you know, hey, don't look. They're white as hell. <laughs> don't look like this. Don't, you remember Dog the Bounty Hunter was claiming to be Native oh, really? American. Yeah, he was claiming But Dog is blonde hair, white as yeah, yeah, his family's German. There's no Native American in his family. He loves running around with yeah, feathers and shit. Yeah. He's no, German as hell. Yeah. Okay? Well, 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 like, Doug is like a notorious like racist, though, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, right, like, like, uh, and he got exposed for saying, like, the N-word, all type of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doug, oh, yeah. man, yeah. listen, yo, Big Doug's time. crazy, man. Yeah. Now, oh, I seen something crazy mm-hmm. that I couldn't believe, mm-hmm. right? And I was shocked. But, like, you actually, like, you actually warn people, right? Mm-hmm. Of this, the president of Ghana now was addressing, um, uh, I think the UN, mm-hmm. where he was asking for like reparations. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one, are you shocked? And two, would you support it? Yeah, yeah. If they want to get reparations. That's fine, but <laughs> yeah. it's just funny yeah. that it was a lot of the Ghanaians <laughs> were talking shit to us. Like, Man, stop, stop begging white people, nigga. It's that type of thing. Uh-huh. See, they we stood on our square. And they see that we're making progress with this. We got the conversation of reparations on the table. That's an mm-hmm. international conversation. That's a national conversation. Yeah. So that's inspiring other people, as it should. We mm-hmm. want brothers in the Caribbean to go to CARICOM and go get their money from Britain, yeah. France. Look, I did a movie about Haiti, 1804, Absolutely. Um, one of the biggest documentaries on the Haitian Revolution. They teach it in schools over there. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% for the Haitians getting money from France. Mm-hmm. Um Ghana, get your money from Britain. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. I just hate when people come over here and when we're supporting their movements and when we talk about getting what we're supposed to get and if they can't get it, y'all need to stop begging. That type of thing is very disrespectful. But again, yeah. more power to the president of Ghana if they're trying to get what they need to get out of um, Britain. Now, if Ghana and Nigeria gets reparations before like the FBAs, right? Mm-hmm. It's a time now to say, all right, nigga, mm-hmm. y'all got y'all paper. Mm-hmm. We need some of that, right? Yes, <laughs> you feel yes, me? But right? I see, they know yeah. we gonna hit the we get what we need from the U.S. government, yeah. and then Britain is next. Yeah. We're gonna hit Britain up too. Britain yeah. ain't off the hook either. You know? Portugal too, right? Spain, yeah. Portugal, Spain, yeah. France because yeah. of Louisiana. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. You know? So a lot of them gonna get hit up, man. You know? So what's your take on this whole uh, Hamas versus Israel? Man, it's a it's a kind of a touchy thing. I, it's I don't, tricky. It's, it's very tricky <laughs> yeah. because they've been doing this for decades, well, not course. decades, for centuries. There's been this whole thing, this battle that's been going on for a long time. Yeah. Um, the, the only thing that I have an issue with is when people try to kind of shame us, foundational black for Americans, not for not speaking mm-hmm. up and jumping out there in the middle. Uh, like we're. we're obligated to jump in people's mix yeah. every time they get into a scuffle or a beef. Everybody's looking at us. We're sitting here eating breakfast like, hey, what the hell? We got <laughs> nothing to do with this yeah. shit. You I, you feel me? Hey, yeah. listen. That ain't our business, right? It ain't our business. <laughs> right? It's not our business because <laughs> and, and not only is it not our business, when it comes to reparations and us getting stuff, some of these people fighting each other, they're <laughs> oh, saying yes, we shouldn't get what we're supposed to get. Yeah. So, yeah, shit, I don't, I'm eating. <laughs> shit, I, I don't know nothing right now. You know? <laughs> I don't know shit. But I don't man, know nothing. I don't know. <laughs> man, wait, the, yeah, right, yeah, right. But, uh, hair, right? So, hair, right? Yes. Now, like, so... Th- 
do you feel again? We're speaking again. This is not our personal opinions. This, this, this yeah. it's just us speaking in general. Yeah, there's been theories that maybe um, the Israel like counterterrorism intelligence turned a blind eye, allowed them to invade, mm. so now they could blast their ass, ass from the, off the planet. There's been a lot uh, of theories, man. Yeah. Um, Netanyahu, um, what's the president? Netanyahu? What's yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. he was going through some kind of trial, and they yeah. were about to you talk about locking him up, and it was some yeah, kind of, of course. and all of a sudden this war pops up, <laughs> yeah. and you know, now he's off the hook with that. Of course, he's so, corrupt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, there's a lot of theories going on right yeah, now. So yeah, 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 we're trying to flesh we it don't out. Know. I don't know. There's a lot of theories going on. So we're, we're trying to see how this hey, is going to pan out. Shit. Yeah. Hey, now, wait though. Now, if they start, let's say, mass immigrating, yeah. the Arabians, or no, sorry, like, like, like. Israelis? Like, yeah, 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 right. Them. And the Palestinians, if they start to mass immigrate them here, mm-hmm. is that something that, that like you will support since, since there's war going on or, or no? It depends. It just really depends because in, in certain situations when there's war, yeah, that's understandable. You want to you want you want to help people out to of make course. them safe. But a lot of people um, who are being allowed over, they're not in a war torn country. They're mm-hmm. just not popping over where they're from. Absolutely, you understand. So yeah, that's a whole different dynamic. So, yeah, man. Yeah. So let's talk about Miss Crockett, man, at the Biden impeachment. Now, yeah. now yeah. I, I thought, yo, she was cooking. Yeah. You, you feel me? Yeah. But uh, yeah. to 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 a recorded mammyism. Uh, <laughs> uh, wait, 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 wait. wait here, here, uh, Performative mammyism. Oxtail and Bammy vibes. Yeah, yeah. Mammyism is showboy for yeah. Zaddy. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you react? I, I wasn't. In, yeah, there's, there's the yeah. sister name. Um, oh, Jeanette. What's her name? Well, Jasmine Crockett. Yeah. And she's a politician. I think she's from St. Louis. Yeah. And they have this, these Biden impeachment hearings, and she was on there sassy and flipping <laughs> her wig yeah. and just being a stereotype. And yeah. you had a bunch of Democratic shields, all yes, girl, and all that. No, that shit is corny, yeah. man. People, they don't have none of that passion for black issues that help us. Yeah. There's another dude, Jamal Bowman. He does all that performance. Oh, listen. Yeah. And he pulled the fire alarm, right? Right, yeah. He, he pulled, <laughs> he's bucking his eyes, yelling, <laughs> and, you know, we need gun control. Shit. Yeah. What, 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 people are dying with these men. All right. Why don't they have the same passion for issues that directly relate to foundational black Americans? They're just black people. Yeah. You think? She's up here, the, the Crockett lady was talking about, I hope somebody love, I wouldn't want to love my child like he loved Hunter Biden. What the fuck is that? You know, I wasn't impressed. I'm just saying I wasn't impressed. No, man. Well, I shoot here right now. The okay. So do do you personally feel like the impeachment is a waste of time? Um, it is. They're not going. They're not going to do nothing to Biden. And Biden. Biden don't even know what an impeachment is. He's so out of it right Bruh. now, and he's struggling as far as um um possibly getting reelected. Yeah. And they know that his his numbers are, are looking real bad. Um, black people are not supporting him. That's nah. that's why they had her up here doing all that sassy mammy shit. They think that's going to appeal to us. Like, oh, we got us a down sister in there. We need to support the Democrats. Mm-hmm. Damn all that. We need some some tangibles. I don't mm-hmm. want no symbolic performative <laughs> nonsense. Of course. And they're desperate as far as the Democrats. That's why they had to put them them charges on Trump. They mm-hmm. have to slow his momentum down. Yeah, because he's coming. Yeah, he's he's coming. He's coming heavy. <laughs> yeah, he's coming. And um, 
you know, black people are not really supporting the Democrats like that. If they look at the polls, they're trying to save face. We're not really supporting them like that. Man, yo, where is Tariq going to come out as a Trump supporter, man? Just say, hey, listen, man, I fuck with Trump. Well, the thing is, man, it, it, there has to be more things because, see, with the, the Republicans, man, you got too many uh these policies that are— just vehemently anti-black. Right. They got a Ron DeSantis problem mm -hmm. that I ain't with. Uh, you yeah. understand? Ron DeSantis is out there putting targets on black people's backs in Florida. That ain't cool. The Republicans ain't, ain't calling that out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I'm not um, I'm not on board with that. Mm -hmm. I'm like I'm, I'm in the middle. I'm not supporting, but I'm not. You know, there's some policies that I like, and I'm looking at the lesser of two evils. Mm -hmm. You know, them and the Democrats. But I'm not supporting. I'm just not supporting yeah. the Democrats. Listen, no, listen. Ron's an evil motherfucker, man. Yeah. Nah, Ron, listen. So there was a story, right, mm -hmm. where, like, it was some like, terrorist in, like, Guantanamo Bay, right? Yeah. And they said, like, Ron, like, Ron right, was supposed to be, like, the mediator, right? Mm -hmm. So Ron would, like, come and ask, hey, you know, you know, how can I help you, right? Are they feeding y'all well, right? Mm -hmm. And they would tell Ron, like, their issues, right? Mm hmm Ron will go back and tell them, oh, yo, they hate this. Mm. Do this more, right? Oh, wow, wow, wow. And, and they claim that Ron, like, they didn't have to be in, in the room, right, like, during, like, the torture, right? Yeah. But Ron will purposely come just to watch them get tortured. Wow. Like, that wow. motherfucker. Wow. Yeah, he's a piece of work, man. That dude is damn near on some neo-Nazi stuff, man. Um, yeah. Just to have a Ron DeSantis in office like that. Um, remember, he was telling people he's going to pass laws that makes it legal to hit um, black protesters and all of this mm. stuff. And when those black people got shot in that mass shooting down there, people were looking at him like, damn, dude, you put a target on everybody's back. Fuck. And they got cops out here beating up black pedestrians and black citizens, and they're justifying it. And that's all on Ron DeSantis's watch. Fuck. He's doing that. And that's a major problem with the Republicans letting stuff like that happen. Man, now... Are you a fan of like Vivid like La Vivacek? Hell no. Why not? That's another. He's a tether, East <laughs> Indian tether who's Basically, he comes over here, tries to pander to white people. He's yeah. another Myron Gaines. Yeah. He's a, a brown <laughs> wannabe white supremacist. Yeah. He gets out here and spews all of these talking points, just like Dinesh D'Souza. They're from East mm. India, um, and they have that Brahmin thing, that whole um, caste system where the darker East Indians are hated on. Yeah, that's so they true. bring that same energy over here, pointing their finger about black people in the ghetto and all of that. When they come from places that's basically big-ass toilets over there in India, <laughs> India is not the business. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in places like Mumbai, where Dinesh D'Souza is from. Mm. I mean, that place is uh, as a New Delhi. Is, yeah, that place is completely filthy, yeah. and he had to flee from it. So they have some nerve coming to point the finger at us about anything. Man, wait. So okay, right. So they're like, what's your issue with like with with uh, with Vivicek? Oh, this dude says a whole bunch of reckless stuff about us. Yeah. He's always pointing the finger. Uh, um, talking about what we don't need to get and how we're so bad. And he's always talking greasy about black people to mm. impress white people. That's his whole platform, talking about how we don't need Juneteenth and mm. we don't need this and we don't need reparations. And if we immigrants can come over and do so great, these black people here should be able to. It's that type of whole thing. Of course. That whole um, um, performative cooning. Right. So, like, if he's so against black folks, right, then wouldn't you be, like, somewhat concerned, right, that— he was actually like stealing Obama's like speeches. Yeah, oh yeah. Right? So if Obama's speeches can resonate with his community, 
and he's against black folks, then mm-hmm. then isn't that kind of like worrisome? Like, what about Obama's speeches resonate with I mean, his, his I mean, audience? All, a lot of these anti-black racists, man, they're very hypocritical because mm-hmm. he's always talking about how you pull yourself up by your bootstraps, black people, stop begging the government and work hard. And come to find out, he got all types of affirmative action benefits. And oh yeah, yeah, they, they I've seen yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So they they're the first in yeah. line to get some from the damn government. Yeah, of course. <laughs> dude, don't they love? I've seen that too. We see now with all of the immigrants being allowed over here, all of the funding that they're getting. Mm-hmm. These people are coming over here, and they're getting in luxury hotels. They're getting our tax dollars to underwrite all this stuff. Yeah. Once they get on their feet, they'll be looking at us. Well, hell, I did it by myself. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't. Yeah, they no. always do that. No, I've seen that. And he got like a free ride to law school, right? Yeah. Yeah, this guy was getting all types of benefits <laughs> from our tax dollars. Yeah. yeah. Bro, that's kind of crazy, right? Like, and Loki kind of like worrisome that, yo, like you, like you got like free schooling mm-hmm. based off of being like uh, uh, Indian American or, or some bullshit like that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And now he don't want nobody else to get like free school. Oh yeah, uh, they always no. do that. And the white supremacists do that too. Let me tell you something. White supremacists they get free shit all the time. Facts. All the time. Welfare. You talk about welfare. They are some of the biggest welfare recipients out there. They got all types of um, little shortcuts and little schemes where mm-hmm. they get kickbacks Absolutely. and then wag the finger at us. They get all types of nepotism. Somebody who they know hooked them up with a job. Mm-hmm. They, their father, their uncle, somebody. And Wilder. it's always with us. We got to pull out. We're the only people who got to pull ourselves up out of boots. Absolutely. Everybody else gets a gets a free ride and they get some kind of help. We are foundational black Americans. We get zero help. Mm-hmm. We do everything based on merit. Man, now, were you shocked uh, when Biden called LL Cool J like LL Cool Boy? No, he he's no. Uh, okay. it, it was worse than that. <laughs> oh, okay. It was worse than that. Um, they, they had this hip hop thing. Yeah. And and you know we got a movie about hip hop. You seen the trailer? Hey, 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 yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, mm-hmm. I seen some shit last night, but we're gonna talk well, about that. Go, go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But but Biden, <laughs> but Biden yeah. was up there. Hey, we got Cool Cool LJ. <laughs> yeah. Boy, look at the look at the arms on that boy. Oh God! Yeah, yeah that's like oh, like, it, it, it's turning some slave master. Tw- it was some slave boy, Oh, that nigga go for a good price. Look at big old buck. It got real that's weird, crazy. dude. Yeah. I'm like, but Biden because he's getting old, mm-hmm. he's saying what's really on his mind, Fact. and people are looking like, really, dude. Yeah. So yeah, that's why we, we ain't rocking with Biden, man. No, uh, like at all. No, dude. Wait, so the who's a well? Okay, so Larry Elder. Listen, oh, he got Lord, Lord. Not Larry Elder, <laughs> Lord. Yo, apparently, like, like Larry Elder's own people not fucking with him. <laughs> I don't know why. But we like, listen, like, yo, he was banned from like doing like, like, uh, above the debates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, listen. So, listen. So, Larry Elder did an interview with uh, Van Lathan. Yes. Shout out to Van. Van is yo, my guy. Van is my guy. Listen. Larry Elder thought that he was gonna run the same shit that he ran on Charlemagne. Yeah, with Van. Van got net ass. Oh, yeah, Van got no. net ass. Yeah, yo. Yeah, I watched the full. Wait, wait, here, right, so look, right, yeah. so look, right, so look. Mm-hmm. So I, I got got like notes from that shit, mm-hmm. dog. Yo, I watched the full interview, like, cause I, man, listen up, man, bro. Like, listen, like Van, like debunked the um. Uh, like like the home ownership the, shit. Yeah, and all, the, the the good thing he got him with was, yeah. was the fatherlessness. Oh uh, yeah, because that's something that comes from these white supremacist think tanks. Yeah. One of the things they tell their conservative um, operatives is to always blame black people 
instead of white supremacy and and say it's fatherlessness. Father, just keep driving the mm-hmm. whole there, there's no fathers in the black community, which is a lie. That's a lie. So he, he tried that on Van. And Van asked a great question, they, and him and the, his co-host, what are you doing, Larry Elder, about the fatherlessness? And mm-hmm. then he starts stumbling and babbling mm-hmm. and couldn't answer. Because Man. there is no answer. It's just yeah. a talking point yeah. that you throw out there and you run from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, hey, right, but, dude, like, do you feel like it was kind of unfair because Van was coming into it already knowing, like, everything that he was going to say. No, that's good. You're supposed to know how to <laughs> and, and counter them. Right. Come no, you're supposed to counter those talking <laughs> yeah, points, yeah, yeah. and he did it with yeah. a question. Man. That's how you get him. Yo, Vin, bro, yeah. Van had that man flat. I mean, yeah. flustered. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? Because uh, Larry, Larry does performative bug <laughs> <Yeah>. dancing. <laughs> he, all he does is regurgitate talking points yeah. that's given to him. Yeah, of course. That's why... Um, a lot of times they don't really have any opposition. Mm-hmm. They like to get on the Fox News, which is basically a propaganda mill, and they just let them say whatever. Yeah. But when somebody's really challenging you on something, mm-hmm. a lot of them can't really hold a mustard to it. So, But they was able to annihilate him like so easily, right? Yeah. But then Charlemagne and the other chick, uh, like they struggled. So like, so the, the, what, what yeah. messed Charlemagne and those guys yeah. up was because they gave Biden a pass for saying all yeah. that bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> That's what messed them up. <laughs> yeah. And Larry had that in his back pocket. <laughs> Larry had it. Larry, Where? Larry was waiting uh, yeah, know, for right? you to say anything about being a coon. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> Bam! What about facts, Biden? Man. Why you sit up and let Biden say all that shit? You know, facts, he man. got him. You know? Man, like. Do you feel like though, like there should be like some type of like qualification before you can interview people like the Candace Owens and and mm-hmm. and, and, and like Larry Elder, right? Because if you're not coming in well qualified with some type of knowledge, mm-hmm. they're gonna come in and pretty much spew what they want to spew. You feel me? Yeah, it just depends on the host, man. It just depends. Um, you know, Candace Owens, she has a tight mouthpiece. Oh, um, uh, she's sharp. Yeah, yeah she's she's real sharp with it. So you got to know how to go in with that because yeah. what you got to understand is a lot of the arguments that they have, most of them are really in bad faith. Yeah, um, because it's all about deflecting and 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 spewing a whole bunch of false data. So you got to really know how to navigate of that course. stuff. It's 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 a, it's a real tricky road. Yo, and she can't stop getting pregnant. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Candace Owens. Candace Owens. That white zaddy man. Yeah. He's so shout, busy. Shout out to Candace. But Candace, but Candace what she's doing, yeah. she, she's making them, them babies black, bro. <laughs> Candace is waging her own little secret warfare uh, on the white supremacists. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Candace. Man, I see you. Man. Yeah, the white supremacists, them babies coming out black. Ooh, I, I right. love it. I love it, Candace. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oh, yo, oh, why do you think the right like so... Black folks like like we had like we had like a hard stance on her like five years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was we not fuck with that bitch. Yeah, she's bad shit crazy. Get her, get her out of here. Yeah. Now like yo, you know like she's you know like she cool. Not new. No, she ain't cool. No, no, no. She ain't cool. No, she's still a bad bitch and a mammy. All right, she's still yeah. a mammy and a bad bitch. You feel me? But we we see what you know we see Black what she's though, doing. It's tolerating her though. Yeah, yeah. It just, not we just we know what she is when she's coming. Oh, oh here come the bullshit. It's that type of thing. Yeah. So we already the know both of it. Yeah, we already. So we're getting in. They got in her ass in one of them summits, by the way. Yeah. They, they got in her on that. But we already know what we're going to get with, with Candace Owens. So when when we have something like a reparations commission, because I know she spoke at one reparations thing, and we got a— Oh, we're, yeah, wait, like, like, pro yeah, it or, or anti? She was anti. Yeah, <laughs> oh, definitely oh, anti. They yeah. put a bunch of—they get the Candace Owens and all these people <laughs> yeah. to speak against it. But then we look at the people who let her get on there. Yeah. You see, we don't let them get away with that. Mm. We look at the Democrats who let her get on there, because yeah. they know who's going to get on there and say what. Mm-hmm. If you put a Candace— 
Candace Owens on a reparations panel, mm-hmm. and this is a serious topic, and you are a Democrat and you let it happen, that means you are against reparations too, mm-hmm. and we're going to show you how we feel in the voting booth when you do stuff like that. Man. Yo, uh, so, here, right? So, Dion, yo, why yeah. do you feel like black folks were so quick? Well, sorry, not black folks, the coons, right? Yeah, yeah. We're so quick to turn on Dion Sanders. Like, uh, um, Jason Whitlock was like, oh, but he waited. That is crazy. Oh, yeah, but he, he's always been against Dion and, um, Jason Whitlock, another bad faith, bad faith arguments. Mm-hmm. Um, his job is to hate on Dion no matter what. When Dion was winning, even when he was winning, Jason was hating. Well, how come you can't be more humble? The Bible yeah. says you're supposed to be humble. That's, exactly. that's just performative cooning. You know? Man, mm-hmm. hey, right? So, one, do you feel like he made a great decision, though, like coming to this non-HBCU? And, I'm, bro, listen, he turned it up. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's doing his thing, man. I'm, I'm very proud of Dion, man. Um, he did what he needed to do at the HBCU, and you know there was you know, some limitations. There's yeah. only so many limitations you're going to deal with when you really want to get out here and thrive. So he's doing his thing over in Colorado, and um, you know possibly, you know, I can see Dion um going to the NFL and coaching at some point. You know, oh, I, really, yeah. Well, yes, right. But like, do you feel like though, like, cause right now, like again, like he turned, he made Colorado. A, I mean, bro, he turned him the fuck up. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Now, folks are saying, "Hey, hey, Dion, you took you took the shot off Jackson State because we ain't talking about Jackson State mm-hmm. in like nine months." You feel mm-hmm. me? So, do you feel like he should have stayed at Jackson no, State to turn it up to? No, Jackson State, the people, the administrators, and all those people, they should have made sure he was papered up. Mm-hmm. Dion was kind of using a lot of his own money down there. Yeah. And it was a lot of funny style stuff going on. So, yeah. the people down there running the school, they should have took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. They should have been like, we need to make sure Dion gets all the resources he needs to get. Fair. But they were running that shit like a damn trap house. Mm-hmm. So he's like, hey, let me just go over here and take my talents where it's going to be appreciated. Man. Now, Stephen A. Smith and others, mm-hmm. I think Charlamagne too, right, uh, got in Colin Kaepernick's ass for trying to get back into the league. Mm. Now, one, do you feel like Colin Kaepernick, in the words of Charlamagne, is pathetic No, for trying to get back in the league and writing them like a letter? No. No, 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 no. Colin, Colin is my guy. Yeah. When me and Colin, we we correspond. We chop it up every now and then. Yeah. Um, but no, no, no. Colin wants to get back in the game, and that's that's good. I don't think it's pathetic. He's a fo- he's a football player. Yeah, you know, and what was done to him was wrong. It was mm-hmm. constitutionally wrong, and he took a stand on it. And he still wants to play, mm-hmm. rightfully so. And. If he played, that would be the biggest thing in sports history. It would really be a huge thing. That would, Mm. man, it would put all eyes on the NFL. That would create a healing environment to show, hey, we have repentance for what we've done to this guy. Let's have this guy come back and let's show that we do care about these issues. Mm. That would be a major thing for them to do. You dig? Now, the people are saying, though, that, like, if you call the NFL a racist a racist organization and then you kind of, like, compare, like, their combine process to, like, 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 like the slave auctions, right? Right, right, right. The NFL ain't get, like, like, least racist, right? Like, right? Like, they haven't gotten, like, less racist in the last six years. Mm-hmm. So, so now you're coming back to an even more racist organization. Why? Well, it's the people, yeah. the people within the organization. Yeah. 
And those people should be called out. Mm-hmm. In any industry you're in, if you're at your job and you have a boss or a supervisor who's racist, you still like your job, but damn, I don't yeah. want a racist damn supervisor Absolutely. over me. So I'm calling out the people in the supervisor positions. Mm. Not, the organization is made up of people. Of course. You understand? Yeah. He's a, Colin is a ball player. Yeah. He should play. He wants to play. Yeah, he enjoys course. playing. Yeah. But we shouldn't have white supremacists running the damn yard. Uh, yeah. That's what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. Of course, but yeah. So like, do you feel though like the Colin Kaepernick situation just proves that like us as black men yeah. should never like, we should never like try to be martyrs, right? Because mm-hmm. if you like martyr yourself for niggas, what mm-hmm. niggas going to say, well, shit. <laughs> right? no, every, no, no, no. Colin did the right thing yeah. because that inspired a lot of people, and he's on yeah. the right side of history. He's going to yeah, be on the right side of history yeah. forever. So, yeah, you should take a stand. I'm not mad at him, and that's why mm-hmm. we support that brother. Of course. We, when we have brothers and sisters who do martyr themselves and put themselves yeah. out there, the grassroots have to support him. We of really got to support him. And he's getting all types of, you know, Dale's endorsement right deals. So he's doing good. Yeah. He still wants to play, though, and I get it. Yeah. yeah. But the same coons who like who like he he like martyred himself for right? Mm-hmm. They're now attacking him for trying to enter into league. Some, 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 yeah. But one, it, one of coons, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be a sambo class no matter what you do. <laughs> yeah, Dr. Martin Luther King. Let me tell you something. We he's uh, an icon. Mm-hmm. If you look at videos from the '60s, there were coons hating on Dr. King when yeah. he was alive. Amen. They were going in on that brother. Mm-hmm. There's always gonna be some coons. There were coons trying to kill him then. It was some woman who stabbed him in the 1960s. Yeah, so of yeah, there's always coons around us. Oh, wait. You didn't know that? The lady who's who like, stabbed him was black? Yeah. Really? Yeah, the black lady who stabbed him. I yeah. always assumed that it was a white person. No, 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 no. The white people killed him, but it was a, a black lady who, who, tried got, to stab him. who stabbed him. Yeah, up in, I want to say in New York. And they said she had schizophrenia or whatever, and they put her in a But they probably <laughs> sent her out there with some <laughs> NK-Ultra shit to, yeah. to, to get at him. Because that was a big thing. But yeah, yeah, That's yeah. nuts. I know yeah. that, man. Oh, yeah. Yo, uh, so, 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 uh... Why do you feel like it seems it seems like there's a there's like a concerted effort right now by like the mammies, right? Mm-hmm. Who are on TikTok and on oh, Instagram oh, yeah. who are trying to like ruin MLK's legacy and I don't know why. Like why are they, you know, a lot of these are non-FBA mammies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah. Let's keep it that's that's what we've noticed. We've <laughs> yeah. seen a lot it's it's really on TikTok. Yeah. And when you look at these women they come from foreign backgrounds. Yeah. So they don't have the same respect for our icons. Yeah. So they get on there and they do all of that denigrating of Dr. King. That's so that they can impress white dudes. Yeah, of course. These are bedwinches who do that yeah. type of shit. And they're foreign bedwinches. You can tell by the crooked wigs. They mm. got them old $5 <laughs> Sally Beauty Supply yeah. wigs and shit. Party <laughs> and, City and, wigs. Yeah. And they're trying to sit here and do this performative denigration of black society to appease these white dudes that mm-hmm. they're trying to get with. It's a real weird shit. race fetish type of shit that they do on TikTok. Of course. You know? Now, okay, so we we have to we have to like uh discuss this, right? Yeah. It's called Brickgate, right? It's called who? Brickgate. Brickgate. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, yeah. Before you even like found out like the later, you know, like the the like the uh latter updates, right? Yeah, yeah. How did you know that she was a non-FBA man? Yeah. Okay. For, for those who don't know, there was a woman uh, yeah. some, a month or so ago who who got on video and had a big swollen thing yeah. on her face and said she got hit with a brick. 
So she hopped on camera. She's like, I just got hit in the head with a brick. These yeah. niggas just sat here and watched me get hit with a brick. Yeah. So immediately, no more. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> I knew she wasn't FBA. How? Right? By, by, by the forehead, by the face? Like, how? Kind of by the forehead. Kind of by the forehead. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is not FBA. And I knew that had nothing to do with FBA. Yeah. We don't go around hitting them with no damn bricks. Yeah. The whole narrative was, I didn't give this dude my number and he hit me with a brick. Yeah. Foundation of Black American Men. We don't do no shit like that. Brick is crazy. We don't do no shit like that. We just don't. That's just not in our yeah. culture. We spit some game. You know, you say, hey, I got a man. All right, I'm going to holler at your chick. Come over here. Yeah. We don't. I'm going to hit bitch. i kill you with a brick. That's not we, That's not in our culture. Uh, we don't do that yeah. shit. So I knew that was some non-NBA shit. <laughs> then found out we see she was scamming, allegedly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what happened with that? So if you look at the video... Mm-hmm. She's in a club and she has a mask on. Ah, uh, hiding her all face. Right, she's hiding her face. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, she takes the mask off. There's a big old thing. Yeah. And the, the consensus is she had some saline put in her face and she mm. went to the doctor. So it was a big old hustle like, hey, look at me. I got hit with a brick. Here's my GoFundMe. Yeah. And come to find out, she's done this a couple of times. But every few years, she gets beat up. Yeah. Hit, hey, some <laughs> nigga just beat my ass. Damn. Here's my GoFundMe. So people are like, oh, this is a finesse this woman is doing, allegedly. Uh, yeah. they're right? Man, now I, right? Now, hey, right? So so speaking of the not FBS, right? right, right I, I, I seen like, uh, at least like two came out mm-hmm. and said, yo, like, oh, like she was like, we was asking like, where was the brick at? Right, right, right. Where was the guy that who, like, so like, right, right, like, right, like, right. Dudes were like, hey, what, what brick? Even in the video, the guy was like, what brick? What are yeah. you talking about? Who, where? So, yeah, nobody knew what the hell she was talking about. And that's a very dangerous thing. Yeah. <laughs> because if you do that and you get on live and say, hey, somebody hit me with a brick, what yeah. if the cops came and just started busting on niggas? Like, hey, suspect, mm-hmm. suspect, suspect. Yeah. So that's a very dangerous thing of to course. do. And I knew FBA women don't do no shit like that because you know how dangerous that is. Of course. To even put somebody in a position with a false accusation like that. So this woman, I think she's like Erythrin, like Somalian. No. Yes, Somalian. Yeah, her family fled over here because of war, some shit over there. Mm-hmm. So that type of mindset, man, it's, it's very dangerous to bring over here to try to run these little finesse games around us. Is Breakgate an example of why FBA should protect blackhood yeah. And, yeah, and make sure that nobody, you know, can just enter and qualify as black and now, like, you know. See, we're delineating, and when people do real weird stuff, we're letting folks know if it's FBA or if it's non-FBA. Yeah, of course. Because, see, what happens is a lot of groups come over here, and they're black, mm-hmm. and when they do something constructive— it's like, hey, we're Ghanaian. We're Ghanaian American. Yeah, of course, yeah. All right. We win <laughs> yeah. a Grammy. We're Ugandan American. Afrobeats. Yeah, Afrobeats. Shout out to Nigeria. Mm-hmm. But when they come over and commit crimes, we all black. Mm-hmm. And then we, as Foundation of Black Americans, we have to absorb the negativity. Yeah, absolutely. So we're saying, hey, we don't want to absorb that stuff. Mm-hmm. If there's a, an immigrant who's over here doing crimes, that's an immigrant doing that. Mm-hmm. Don't make it, don't put that shit on us. Huh. Well, we got a whole bunch of think pieces about how fucked up black men are yeah. when some non-FBA dude is over here doing whatever. So mm-hmm. we're saying, hey, everybody hold their own nuts. We're not absorbing anybody's negativity. Man. Now, we've seen Jimmy Butler show up in what appears to be a, yeah. a humiliation ritual. Yeah. Now... Do you think he was joking, or is that clear-cut butt-breaking? Yeah, now, um, Jimmy Butler, um, his, his, and, yeah, and his he showed up, and people like, he was just trolling. Yeah, every joke has a little piece of truth to it. Yeah. So he he came 
with a Dominican blowout. <laughs> yeah. His shit looked real weird. He had his hair pulled down like Andre 3000. It was... Pearson's in his... Yeah, Pearson in his face. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't... Niggas don't really play like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, we, we play different ways. I don't know what he's trying to go for, but they got him See walking... FBA? I think he is, but he they, looks look a little. Yeah, know. yeah, he might, be, he might be, but yeah, we got to understand what buck breaking is. Yeah, when they effeminize black men, especially the the more masculine, athletic black men, they got this ritualistic thing where they want to put him in a dress, um, uh, put a wig on him, or put some lipstick mm-hmm. on him, or put a tongue ring on him to effeminize them as some kind of inside joke. Yeah, so absolutely. I don't know what his angle was, but yeah, that's some that's a weird look because we got to understand we got boys out here. We got young black men that we want to, or young black boys that we want to show a good example of what manhood is. They don't need to show this nigga with a just for me perm in his fucking head. (laughs) Yeah, facts, of course. Wait, wait, hair, hair, right? Yes, right. So they're like, okay, so they're like, what's your take on like, on like homosexuality, right? Like, do you feel like it's like they're just born that way? Or do you feel like that, like, you know, like it's developed through like, you know, like through less of a childhood trauma? There could be people born that way. There could be. We do know for a fact that some people have been molested mm-hmm. and then it, they've been turned the hell out. Mm-hmm. That is real. There have been people that have been turned out and it's messed with them psychologically. Yeah. So that's an issue. There have been people who've been buck broken. Mm-hmm. That's an issue. Um, you have people out here now that's not getting or advocating for help when people are molested or fondled as kids and they're telling them to go ahead and go with the whole gender identity now. Mm -hmm. If you got a new gender identity because somebody done touched on you, go ahead and go with it. That's a great thing. We'll support that. And no, some of these people need to get therapy. Some people need to get help. Mm -hmm. Some people need to not be groomed. Mm -hmm. They don't need to bring that stuff to kids. That's not cool. So yeah, there's a lot of angles to this thing. Man, man. Yo, so, uh, oh, Jesus Ayala. Mm-hmm. Now it was two Hispanic teens, mm-hmm. Jesus and I think I think it's like Jasmine. They was on video recording themselves proudly running over a sixty four year old cop and ended up killing him. Yeah, yeah. Now immediately, I got hoodwinked too because because mm-hmm. folks was like they were black, right? Right. Now I'm like I'm from LA from the Voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, those ain't no niggas. Right, right. So once speak on, why do you feel like people were so quick to label them as black or you know? Oh, they do that all the time. When you can't really identify somebody, there's this whole default thing where you're supposed to blame black people. When mm-hmm. there were some smashing grabs out here in LA at the um, Topanga Mall, everybody had on masks and gloves, so you can yeah. tell who the racists were. Fact. But Online, they were like, oh, look at these black people, all these black people. Mm-hmm. Come to find out, it was really Mexicans and Asians. Yeah. Up there in the Bay, there's something called bipping, mm-hmm. where they go bipping cars, meaning they break windows in cars and steal stuff real quick. Mm-hmm. They got bipping crews all over the Bay. Shout out to the Bay, by the way. Mm-hmm. Most of those bipping crews are Asian and Mexican. Mm-hmm. But they blame black people for all the damn bipping up yeah, there. Of course. So it's the same thing with this case. The guys were covered up. Now, the the guy, the passenger, I think he's black. I don't know if he's FBA or not. But the driver, the actual killer, the white Hispanic guy. Yeah, of course. You think? Yeah. So they're trying to downplay that. Damn. You know, now that they lied and said he was black. He's a white Hispanic dude. So Now, I think they're now charging him as an adult. But I'll be real like, and he came into court and told the judge. Yeah, he's going to get out or something like that, right? I'll be out in, like, you know, like, like, like by next week. Yeah, yeah. He was real arrogant about what he did. That's crazy. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, what's an appropriate punishment for these two? Um, Man, it just really depends. The passenger, I don't know. I don't know what the, you know, 
What, life? Like 10, like 10 to 20? Uh, 50? It, it just depends. You know, it, it just really depends. Yeah. I can't call it. They yeah. gotta, you know, they got to go through the process. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. But the, that driver. Yeah. Hey, man, life, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Life, yeah. right? Yeah. Listen, yeah. you was arrogant coming, like, mm-hmm. uh, again, like, you was arrogant with no remorse mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Life, man, you feel mm-hmm. me, man? Mm-hmm. Right? Now, speaking about like, somebody else, right, that like, went to jail. Now, I feel like you can now talk about it. Yeah. Since he was found, well, no, he pled guilty, right? Who, who was it? Polite. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What's your thoughts to him pleading guilty? Well, shit. That, <laughs> he pled guilty. He should go to jail. Yeah. You know, that's not cool. When you start messing with them kids, that ain't cool at all. Yeah. That's not cool. That's not cool whatsoever. And, um, you know, Polite was in, a, in one of our movies a long time yeah. ago. And, um, again, Polite, I think he's not FBA. <laughs> <laughs> nah, wait, yeah. wait, wait, uh, yeah, yeah, wait, yeah, wait, wait, yeah. Let's keep it real. I didn't know because Polite would have a hat on all <laughs> oh, the time. Oh, oh, he had a hat on, and he, yeah, 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 yeah. He's not. A, he would yeah. wear a hat. I didn't see the hairline until later. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I think he's not FBA. But again, messing with kids—that's not nothing to play with. Yeah. yeah so you, you well, though, well, yeah. like, and he claims though that. So okay, so there's like, there's just like, uh, there's like, there's there's this like, um, it's a like. It's a controversy, right? Yeah. So, and he pled guilty to felony, like, child abuse. Yeah. Um, and a delinquency to a minor. Mm-hmm. And he had to do, like, this sex prevention program, right? Yeah. But but he, he don't have to register as a sex offender, and he was not charged with, like, actual sex abuse, mm-hmm. right? So now he's saying, hold up now. I, I, I feel guilty to to like felony abuse, mm-hmm. to delinquency of a minor, mm-hmm. and I have to go through this this mentally ill sex abuse program, but I don't have to register as a sex offender, and I am plead guilty to having sex sex with her, right? Mm-hmm. So. Your best judgment. Well, no, no. That's just is you, he, That's just deal making. You yeah, just made a deal. Yeah, you yeah, just yeah, made but, a deal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's a real weird thing with the judicial yeah. system. You know, you can go in here and just make deals. So if you kill somebody, well, you can kind of make deals. Well, it was manslaughter. Was it a murder? Was it premeditated? So you can kind of make deals of with course. whatever crime you do. But yeah. the crime is still there. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's shit. Yeah. Nothing with kids. Of course. Okay, yeah, I don't yeah. give a damn how you were. <laughs> yeah, that's Don't wild. mess with the damn kids at all. You shouldn't be in no situation mm-hmm. with a kid where any type of sexual accusation or sexual charge yeah. should be there. Because I, I won't say because anybody can be accused of anything. Of course. But actually, you're charged with something. Yeah, we well, yeah. have to plead guilty to it. Yeah. Something is there. Yeah, that's why. You understand? So, yeah, 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 that ain't cool. Yo, um, like, there's an infatuation with Dr. York. Yeah. From, like, their side of the fence or, or like, the like the black conscious movement, right? Yeah. Why do you think people are obsessed with, like, Dr. York so much? Um, I don't know if they're obsessed now. I yeah. remember, you know, back in but the what? day, Dr. York was a thing, and then you know, he's in jail for a long time because of the same thing. And, um... Um, Polite comes from that. He comes from the Nuwabians. He comes from. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Dr. York comes from the. He was with the Nuwabians down there. They had a compound down in Georgia, and um, Dr. York, you know, they they got him in jail. Now they said messing with them kids. Yeah, <laughs> man. Hey, mm-hmm. bro, listen up, bro. Life niggas are sick, man. So there are actually kids going missing right now in yeah. in in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. Have you tapped into that? Yeah, I've been looking into that, man, and. 
Um, that's the thing, man. A lot of our kids and people go missing a lot yeah. um, over there in the Midwest. We got to see what's going on with that, man, because it might be some white supremacists behind that stuff, might be organ trafficking behind that stuff. Um, Word? That's a real thing. Now, like, I think it said, it said, it said like, Washington, like, over a thousand kids have gone missing in, mm. in the last year, right? Now, you know, like, there's stats like we don't know, out of, like, out of the thousand ones, ones, like, the ones that got, like, missing for, like, a day that got found, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, like, that's still a large number. Right. Despite the disparity. So, mm-hmm. right, so your best judgment, do, like, do you feel like, you know, these are kids just running away? Or, or do you feel like these are kids being kidnapped, like, systematically? Yeah, I think they're kids being taken off the streets by people. Yeah. You know, down in um, Louis, not, not, not Louisiana, St. I want to say St. Louis. I want to yeah, say St. Louis or somewhere in Missouri. Mm-hmm. There was a situation where the community heard about a, a white supremacist serial killer. And yeah. had people in the community going around saying, hey, telling the police, hey, man, we're hearing about some white dude snatching women off the streets out here. Mm-hmm. And the police was like, oh, no, that's a rumor, that's a rumor, that's yeah, a myth. But you had brothers and sisters circling in the community, kind of mm-hmm. patrolling. Come to find out, some months later, a black woman showed up like, hey, I got kidnapped and I've been held in a damn dungeon by this white man. That's crazy. There's other women down there. Yeah. And come to find out, it was true. Mm-hmm. This dude had been snatching people up and killing women and killing wow. people and raping them. So there's something to that. When we say, hey, people's getting missing and, and, and disappearing, mm-hmm. there's a conspiracy there. Everybody's not lying. So whose job do you think it is to... Now, if there's a thousand kids going missing, again, like just from this little neighborhood. Yeah. So isn't it like the men now job to like, you know, to like. Yeah, and see, that's why, and, and that's, see, that's why we need resources because, see, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we have to police our own community, but it takes money to police. You know, you if you're working and you're paying your bills, you got your own job. Mm-hmm. Um, we have to have um, resources and a community set up where we can police our own community with mm-hmm. resources by the federal government. So that we can make sure that our communities are safe. Mm-hmm. You have people like Jeffrey Dahmer, who the police mm-hmm. knew about. That man was killing people for decades. They Facts. knew about him. He was targeting black people. And mm-hmm. because black people were being targeted, the white people in law enforcement just didn't care. Mm-hmm. They try to make it seem like Jeffrey Dahmer was some kind of evil genius who just eluded the police. He yeah. wasn't no genius. The white cops just never bothered to open his damn refrigerator yeah. to see all the bodies damn. in there. You know what I mean? The fact. But if we had the resources, we could have been implementing the punishment on the Dahmers mm-hmm. because people were calling the, fo- the police on him for years. Mm-hmm. So this is why we need resources like some of these Native American tribes. They have their own court systems. They have their own police forces. They have their own schools mm-hmm. that's underwritten by the government, which huh. we should have the same thing so that we can police what goes on in our communities. Man, hey, right? Mm-hmm. Listen to my facts, man. Mm-hmm. Now, you had— Issue last night with one with some guy called Dante. Oh yeah, Dante Ross. Ross. Yeah, Dante Ross. Now he's bust. He's Buster Rhymes' manager. Or yeah, what? he's a. He was the A and R. He's a a, a, a well known A and R rep in the music industry. Yes, and he signed Buster Rhymes and a whole bunch oh. of people. He signed a whole bunch of people. Yeah, so he's well known in the music industry. So you know, me and him were going back and forth, and I've been going back and forth with a lot of people because they're upset about the new movie that we got. Coming yes, out. we got a new movie, a uh, hip hop documentary called uh, Microphone Check. Mm-hmm. At microphonecheck.com, we're in the middle of making it. Everybody go support the yes. crowdfunding campaign, microphonecheck.com. Fast. So we put the trailer out, and boy, people lost their damn minds Fast. over this trailer. 
They were talking that shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now, this, this trailer made people lose it, dude. Now the sentimental that yeah. that's around it by the from the from the detractors are is divisive. Right, they're saying it's divisive. Yeah, because in the trailer, in the movie, we're talking about the real origin of hip hop mm-hmm. comes from foundational Black American culture, which is the truth. Mm-hmm. In the trailer, we we point out that. This narrative that hip-hop came from Jamaican culture is not oh. true. It's just a lie. Yeah. It's not true. Sucks. And we prove it in this movie. Mm-hmm. And people are losing their minds because they know where we're, where else we're going with it. Mm-hmm. That whole Latino <laughs> thing. <laughs> they know we're going in on that. We got an hour going in on that in the movie. We, we spent about and, an hour. Wait. W- w- wait. So then, like, how long is the movie total? The, shit, the movie now is about four hours. Oh, and we're, wow. we're cutting it down to two hours because it's so long. So we're, mm-hmm. we're still in production right now. So we're clearing up a lot of myths. We got a lot of the real pioneers mm-hmm. in the movie. We got um, um, Coke LaRock, the first um, guy to pick up a mic. We got DJ Hollywood, mm-hmm. the first person to really rhyme bars over records, mm-hmm. who a lot of people got the cadence from. We got Melly Mel in the movie, um, Grandmaster Kaz, the first female MC, Shy Rock, um, another one of the early MC females, um, Debbie D, Phenomenal Sister. We got Busy B. All of the legends who were there in the early and the mid-70s, because this is what we're really focusing on, what happened in the early and mid-70s. Because when they talk about hip-hop, people like to skip to the 80s. Oh, yeah. And they start talking about the 80s because then you can include all the Puerto Ricans then. Because that's when they came really Mm, in the 80s. Start talking about Crazy Legs and all these people who came later. They're not pioneers. So in the movie, we're talking about the real pioneers who created this stuff mm-hmm. because they raised the bar real hard, high for us black people to claim pioneer status. But with Hispanics, the bar is so low, they're calling any Hispanic person a pioneer of hip hop. If you were in the Bronx in the 1970s, between mm. 70 and 85, they're calling any Hispanic a pioneer. Yeah. If there were Hispanic who delivered a pizza to a rapper in 1979. They're calling that pizza delivery guy a damn pioneer. That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Right. So, yeah, right. So, and he called it divisive. Yeah, yeah, divisive. Yeah. And then he blocked you. Why did he block you? No, he didn't block me. He made his page Uh, private. Yes. He blocked everybody. (laughs) People start getting on his ass. Yeah, of course. And another guy, Joe Conzo, who, another guy, um, they say he took hip hop's baby pictures. He took a lot of pictures of the Cold Crush brothers, mm-hmm. and he jumped into the mentions. He got upset because we used a couple of his pictures, which I took out. Yeah, you using my pictures, Jack? We don't need your oh, pictures. Dude. He was on that bullshit. Oh, he yeah, can't sue y'all. You know, but he can't sue because everything is public domain yeah, and everything yeah, is fair use. So he just was talking crap. And I look, we don't need your pictures, dude. We're gonna get this story straight because he's another person who runs around here. <laughs> claiming to be a pioneer because he took pictures of rappers. Yeah. You're not a damn pioneer. If I go to a porn set and take pictures of people having yeah. sex, that don't mean I'm fucking. That's crazy. We said who again? Joe Conzo? Joe Conzo, yeah. Yeah, he's a Puerto hey, Rican guy, a Hispanic guy who runs around saying he's a pioneer of hip-hop because he took pictures. Wow. This is how low the bar is for them. <laughs> they got an affirmative action program for any Hispanic person to say that they are a pioneer yeah. of hip-hop, which they came later. They didn't create any other elements of hip-hop. Mm-hmm. And we're proving that in this film. And that's not a bad thing. That's just history. Yeah. You, you shouldn't lie. If you, if you created something, I give props to whoever created something. If you came a decade after the culture was created, then you are a student. You were one of the first students of hip-hop, which mm-hmm. is cool. It's not divisive to tell the truth. And right now, 
there's a push to remove foundational black Americans from the culture, just like they tried to remove us from jazz. Mm -hmm. They removed us from rock and roll. The Olympics is coming up next year in Paris. Mm. They're going to have breakdancing in the Olympics. So right now, there's a hard, aggressive push to put Hispanics Mm. as the creators of hip-hop. Yeah. So wow. that they can Trojan horse all oh, of these other groups. Because yeah. understand, hip-hop is about to be on the global stage. Uh-huh. There's about to be a lot of corporate money. Mm. They, don't want, yeah, they don't want black yeah. folks to get that. So they're removing us from yeah. the ownership of it and of all lives mattering it. Wow. And not just that, removing us so that we're not even in it no more. Wow. It's going to be a Hispanic thing. So we're, we're yeah. saying, hey, enough is enough. Yo, Don't you think it's suspicious, though, that the year now that, like, hip-hop is about to be a part of the Olympics and Mm breakdancing, that now there's a bad bug infestation now? Hey, right? Listen, like, like, uh... Paris is like apparently having like a bad bug crisis now, you feel me? Mm -hmm. That's wild. Two is this, though. Well, one... Have you ever gone gone like gone like to Paris before? Yeah, I've been to Paris. Oh yeah, I've been all over. I've been all over France. Is Paris as ghetto as they say? Yeah, it's just um yeah. A lot of Europe, man, is funny. It's, 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 it's kind of ghetto, man. People really? think that Europe is all these sprawling palaces. No, you got these little janky apartments all over the place. Oh and, really? Yeah, real small spots, and you know Paris is is kind of hood, but it's a, it's a beautiful place. You go on the outskirts, so you know I enjoy Paris, but you know really? it's it's kind of hood in some of the spots. Why have they convinced us though, like? The Paris is the most like romantic place ever when it's No, yeah, when you go to like by the Eiffel Tower and you yeah. go to the outskirts mm-hmm. and you go to the bridges and you know some of that it's old and you know it has a romantic vibe but when you go to people's living abodes, you know, it's it's kind of, you know, cramped. It's small. It's small. It's you know cramped and small. I tell them, yo, hey, so like, okay, so then like when is the documentary drop? Um probably February 2024. So yeah, we're working on it. Mm. Yeah. Now, I see Lord Jamar in in, oh, yeah. in the trailer. Yeah. He was giving it up. Oh, yeah. Lord Jamar spitting hot fire in this thing. Hey, listen. So, other than him, like, who else was really giving that heat? Um, Debbie D was giving that heat. Since <laughs> Debbie D was spitting hot fire. Yeah. Debbie D, I got another brother who's a journalist and um, a, a music um, expert, a brother named Dwan B. Mm-hmm. He's spitting hot fire in there. Uh, Melly Mel is spitting a lot of good stuff, man. Uh, everybody in Shot Rock, I mean, everybody's really putting the real perspective on what went down and they're breaking it down. Man, now I seen though like you share like 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 this video probably last month. There was this white coach who was like berating and yelling yeah, and yeah. cussing out his black football player. Yeah. Now folks were saying, oh Tariq, you're race baiting. He's just a a a tough coach, a father figure. He's mm-hmm. why do you feel like we should be concerned about that white coach talking to that black student like that. Yeah, that's not. I don't. I don't buy that father figure stuff because he's berating him and talking about beating up the kid mm. and all of this stuff. Yeah, that's some old slave ownership right there. <laughs> yeah. You don't see Deion Sanders doing all that type of stuff. Fact. You can. You can talk to these kids with humanity, and that's why I like black coaches. Black coaches, you know, the, the, you you know how to really talk to these black children a little better where they can respect it. Mm. These white coaches, man, they try to run the thing like a damn plantation, and mm-hmm. you don't need to do it like that man yeah. yo <laughs> well here right so last question man yeah so what's next man so so we got this now yeah. the, this is is like my personal bottle yes it is it's my personal rootworkstyle.com yeah. that's where you can get the deodorant rootworkstyle.com we got some new flavors coming 
Um, we got some Biloxi Blueberry. Okay. We got some um, Mojo Mango. All of it is foundational Black American yes, theme. Um, we got some um, Lucky Lavender. Um, we got a different flavors coming out. Rootworkstyle.com, the best deodorant that you can get. It's all natural, and it has that High John the Conqueror root in it. Man, it's going to kill the must. The fact, yeah. man. And, yeah, right. So the museum as well. Yeah. Um, like, do you have any, like, dates coming up? Like, um, You know, we, we we might do another reparations rally next year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, because a lot of people, we had a reparations rally last year that was phenomenal. Thousands of people came. It was mm-hmm. phenomenal. So, you know, it's an election season, so a lot of people want us to go back out to D.C. and really stomp for reparations, stomp for a crime bill. So that's something that I'm kind of kicking around. Oh, really? So, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it because I got so many projects going, but we'll see. Right now, we're focusing on the new movie, Microphone Check, microphonecheck.com. Mm-hmm. Everybody go support that because this is the most important documentary film that we're working on that's going to be out right now. This is a very important the film. facts. And... The next time, Tom, you're here, man. And listen, we're going to have you, mm-hmm. Sir Major, yeah. and everybody from, from Twitter Space. You feel me, yes, right? Yes, you feel yes, me? Yes. Hey, listen. Get Wani. Let's get our sister yeah, Wani. Yeah, please. Wani. Hey. Uh, Hey, yeah. uh, hey. Wani Spot is uh, the the first black woman to travel around the world to every country. We got a thing about her in the museum, and that sister's is phenomenal. I love Wani. Let's do it. Yeah, hey, you feel me? Hey, hey here, here, right? Yeah, right. So listen, so we want to do this like once a month. So yeah, probably yeah. November or December. Yeah. Let me know if we want to have, you know, you, Sir Major, and Wani, sir. Yeah, Wani. Yeah, man. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. You tethers are in trouble, man. People, yes, man. Yes. Hey, man, like, subscribe, man. Comment below, man. No Jumper Coolest Podcast in the world. Peace out, man.